The 2021 NFL season is officially over. We've got two topics today that we're going to discuss that has a little nuance tied to the aforementioned finished season and Aaron Rodgers or the other guy. All that and more locked on NFL Thursday. Let's go, baby! You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals. He is Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans. And thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Jam show today per usual. Two nuanced post-Super Bowl topics, and then Aaron Rodgers, or the other guy. We're going to offer Aaron Rodgers for two years or a quarterback for five. It's going to be younger quarterback or the aging Aaron Rodgers, who obviously um, he's having deal, you know, issues with myriad types of relationships uh, streaming from his personal life to the Green Bay Packers as of, you know, yesterday afternoon. Um, the first topic we're going to hit are 2022 Super Bowl odds. Now, one of the worst things in the world is trying to distinguish between what year we're talking about when we say 2022, because technically the Super Bowl is going to be in 2023, but it's a 2021 season. Can we just go into the NBA <laughs> NHL mindset where it's going to be a hyphenated year for the sweet mother of God? Please, can we do that? We can't as of now. We're going to hit those futures for the Super Bowl for next year, regardless of what moniker you want to title it regarding year. And then Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow did something that we didn't expect the Cincinnati Bengals led by Joe Burrow to do this year. Who's the next one? Who's going to do it potentially next year? Tyler's going to lead the way with that. And then again, Aaron Rodgers or the other guy will hit in the third segment. Tyler, neither the team you cover nor the team that I cover made the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, highly ranked throughout the year. But what does that lead for the next iteration of the NFL? Let's talk about the futures and the Super Bowl odds for next season. Yeah, absolutely. Diving right in. Uh, we got some some future odds here for next year's Super Bowl champion from our sponsor, betonline.net. You got to look at that on the screen right now if you're checking out on YouTube. There are some values that really stand out to me uh, on this list. Uh, I kind of got them in different tiers, uh, a long shot. Uh, kind of the guys up at the top. And I'm going to start with my team up at the top. I think the 49ers are a good value at 14 to 1. I think if they get Trey Lance in there, he adds a little bit more explosiveness to the offense. They continue to add pieces with Kyle Shanahan. Obviously got to uh, a conference championship after getting to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I think if the Trey Lance experiment goes well and he takes that next step as a passer, combined with what he can do as a rusher, and you add that into Kyle Shanahan as a play-calling wizard, uh, they didn't lose D'Amico Ryans. So I think that uh, the 49ers have a great chance of winning the Super Bowl next year. Now, to, out of the odds of kind of some of the top contenders, looking at maybe the Packers up on the screen. So Chiefs, Bills, Rams, Bengals, Cowboys, 49ers, Packers, out of that tier of teams, uh, I think the 49ers have the best odds as kind of out of kind of the top guys, a, a mid tier option. 
I would say, would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 25-1 to on the screen. If they were to pull a trade for Deshaun Watson, maybe even get Jimmy Garoppolo in there, maybe they go out and get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, even if it seems unlikely. Tampa Bay has a roster that could definitely support a Super Bowl champion. Then uh, kind of at the bottom, one of the teams that I think has pretty good odds, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Same mm-hmm. thing, if they get one of these top quarterbacks installed there, think about Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh with that defense, uh, with those receivers, and then they improve the offensive line through the draft or through free agency while adding a quarterback. I think Pittsburgh could instantly go back to being a title contender if they get a quality quarterback. So that's kind of the teams that uh, that I'm seeing that that have pretty good values there. What do you think of my selections, and what teams do you do you think stand out to you as having a good chance to to beat the odds next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand San Francisco, even though they're perennially ranked higher than they should be, whether it be in preseason rankings, you know, power rankings, odds wise. They were a lot a top of four team at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a, a lot of teams, uh, like a lot of these odds. Can you pop that up really quick one more time for the YouTube watchers while sure. I discuss this? So, a lot of these are. Vegas and others bet online uh, are the ones that we're looking at now hedging their bet. Because if you put the Cowboys up at, you know, eight or seven to one, 10 to one, which is probably where they should be a little bit higher. Like nobody's going to take that juice because it's not worth it. Like you see 14 to one. Oh my God, my favorite team, 14 to one. Now looking down at the list, the reason why the Packers and the Broncos are right next to each other is because they think one of those teams are going to have Aaron Rodgers. If you want to put your cheese in now, one of you will benefit. Okay, because wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, the the odds are going to skyrocket up. They're going to be shorter odds to actually cash. Now, one of my favorite teams from the middle here, which is completely counterintuitive to everything I've discussed, but because I don't think it's actually going to happen, like I think it should. The Seattle Seahawks at thirty three to one is a hell of is a hell of a spot to project that if Russell Wilson does come back and they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and the 38 running backs that they have, whatever they do with Jamal Adams, you'd think they're going to run it back. Like if they keep everybody back, they're probably going to re-sign Bobby Wagner. If you give me that team that ended the year last year for 17 weeks, that team is a top 10 team or top 12 team in the NFL. I mean, they've got one of the better offenses. They've got one of the better quarterbacks. Seattle's always a sneaky team because they haven't done it in a long time. People don't agree with, you know, they're in the Pacific Northwest and nobody really gives them credit. It's like, it's the whole thing with Seattle forever. Their defense is a little bit better than people give them credit for. The offensive line is a little bit worse than people give them credit for, but that offense and potency, it's a great offense when everybody's Mm -hmm. healthy. And the fact that the fact that Russell Wilson was out for a handful of games for the first time in his career, I mean, he Byron left, it through half a season with a broken ankle and didn't miss games. So the fact that he, you know, he missed time with uh, the Brett Farvian uh, finger, like <laughs> it, it kind of threw everything into a it, into a quandary last year. But I think Seattle thirty three to one is my my favorite one in the middle wrong. Yeah, I think getting into the tournament and getting into the playoffs uh, is such a big deal, and it gives you a, an immediate chance to really make a run if you get hot. So out of all the teams there on the back end uh, with some really good value, I agree with you. Seattle would be a good pick because there's a good chance that few things go right and they're back in the playoffs and once you're in the dance there's a chance to do anything so we are going to continue the show talk about some uh teams that maybe didn't have a great season in 2021 but they could be the next Cincinnati Bengals and take a big leap from you know a top five draft pick 
all the way to a Super Bowl run. So we'll get into that. But before we do, Alex is going to tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors. I am. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college. March Madness is a month away. A month. A month. The one day a year where I go out at 9 a.m. and put beer in my belly to watch basketball <laughs> is the my one college day a year is the first day of March Madness. From all the latest odds, totals, players, performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all the sports betting needs that you have. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about friends, uh, the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Locked On NFL fans, we are going to continue today's Thursday edition. Just talked about some Super Bowl odds for next season that really stand out to me and Alex. Now we are going to dive into uh, a fun conversation about probably the, the most exciting story in the NFL at the end of the year, and that was the rise of the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, as we know, the NFL stands for not for long. And while that could mean that the Cincinnati Bengals are not going to be back a hundred times like everybody says they're going to be now, it also means that there could be a team that has a top five pick in the draft this year, or maybe not a top five pick, but a high pick that didn't have a great season that finds a way to catch that lightning in a bottle and makes a Super Bowl run. So who could be the next Cincinnati Bengals. Before we talk about that, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Remember, you can find us on all platforms and always free. Uh, one thing Alex hates more than just about anything is green bean casserole, but also, <laughs> also is paywalls. And there will be no paywalls when you're looking for Locked On content, whether that be your local uh, shows with your local experts like me, Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans, Alex Clancy Locked on Cardinals or the national shows like Locked On NFL, Locked On Bets, uh, Locked On NFL Draft. All that stuff is excellent content, and it's always free for you guys, so make sure you check it out and subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. But looking at the Bengals, they had a young quarterback, dealt with an injury. You could say if it's not an injury, it's just not a great season. They uh, you know, bring in a young coach. Things kind of flip for him with some good free agent acquisitions, some good draft picks. And next thing you know, they're making a run to the Super Bowl. So when you look at that, Alex, what's a team in the NFL right now that you think maybe could make a Cincinnati-like jump and make a run from a, a, a high pick in the draft to a Super Bowl appearance? All right, so I have two. One doesn't necessarily uh, fit in the confines of this discussion. I'll talk about that second. Breaking the rules already. I mean, I mean, we're trying to do a round peg, and it, it doesn't matter. So, I and listen, I... There's a quarterback that I've talked about that has had a couple oh my god moments. Okay. Talked about him. It's not Tyler Heineke. And it's a team that has the fourth and sixth overall pick next year. And it's Daniel yep. Jones and Brian Dable. I mean, yes. the thing is, if you're playing Madden with the Giants, that <laughs> offense is excellent because everybody's healthy and there's no right. stamina. There's none of that. Okay. <laughs> right, right. And when you have Kenny Galladay and Darius Tony. And Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones looks stupid when he makes mistakes. Okay. Yes. He looks Manning ish. 
without the dumb face, without the, you know, the, the, the mouth breathing face that Eli Manning had when he made mistakes, but the defense is getting better. They have stability now from the head coaching position, at least a guy that's brushed up with success is at least with growing a quarterback from a guy that was a turnover machine to now a perennial outside fringe MVP in Josh Allen, that I think the Giants are an interesting one. Plus, their division isn't the best. I know that the Eagles have three first-round picks this year, I believe, and that's why I was going to go to the Eagles, but I decided with the Giants. But my outside-the-box one is the Patriots. Same record as, same record as the Bengals. Look at what we saw in the first year with Mac Jones. They're going to sign better free agents wide receiver-wise. They're going to... They're, 10 and 7 was the floor with the rookie quarterback. Imagine what Bill Belichick can do now, even though they lost their offensive coordinator. It's always been about the run game and the defense with the Patriots, regardless of who their quarterback is. Even with Randy mm -hmm. Moss, they lost the Super Bowl. I think the, the Mac Jones is my outside one, but I'll say the Giants for this specific argument or conversation. Uh, so, so I'll give you my pick and then I'll give you my outside pick. So I know that this is crazy. I know that it's crazy. But we've seen it just a few years ago with a worse quarterback and a worse coach. It would take a lot. But the Jacksonville Jaguars have a chance. So Doug Peterson has gone to a Super Bowl before. And while I think a lot of that had to do with his coordinators, especially Frank Reich on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. That's Nothing to scoff at. Also, I truly do believe in Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is clearly the most talented quarterback from that class in 2020. And I think that he had one of the worst coaches in NFL history. Period. Leading his ship. What do you expect Trevor Lawrence to do? They have James Robinson. They have some good talent on the, the defensive side of the ball with Josh Allen. So. To me, if Doug Peterson does a good job coaching them up, they hit on a couple acquisitions in the draft and in free agency with the division that they play in. The Titans, okay, they look good, but this year was the year that kind of slammed the door on. Nobody's going to fake believe in the Titans anymore. That's over. There's no belief that they're a serious team. The Colts are going to have to cut or release Carson Wentz Who's to say they get a better quarterback? They could do a kick the can down the road year where they bring in a, a cheap bridge guy like Andy Dalton or Gardner Minshew or something like that. The Texans are a complete dumpster fire, and who's to say that, uh, you know, Lovey Smith isn't just the new sacrificial lamb that only lasts one year and then gets canned like they did to David Culley. So with the division being as weak as it is, I don't think that it's absolutely asinine that Trevor Lawrence makes a big leap with some, you know, maybe not the best NFL coaching, but at least NFL-level coaching, not the circus that he had with Urban Meyer. So I think that there is a slight chance, and nobody believed that the Bengals would make this run either. So keep that in mind when you're throwing your radio saying that I'm a dummy, okay? I get it. But nobody last year when the Bengals had a top five pick and Joe Burrow's coming off a torn ACL, nobody would have bet on the Bengals to make a Super Bowl run. So, of course, these are long shot odds. But when you look at the talent that they have, they have some building block pieces that if the additions that they make hit and the division that they're in, they could win that division at 10 and 7, be hot and make a run to the Super Who knows? So that's going to be one that I'm going to throw in there. My secondary one 
is the other team from New York, the New York Jets. I think Robert Saul is a good coach. I think they have some talent on defense. They have two top 10 picks this year, similar to the New York Giants. And Zach Wilson didn't look great last year. Got outplayed at times by Mike White. But near the end of the year, we saw him have some more flashes. If they can get a really good offensive line around him, get Makai Becton back in the fold and back in shape. Add some pieces. They got Elijah Moore. They got Corey Davis. They need a running back, though. Some more offensive line. Some more help in the secondary. They have the picks. They have the cap space. The Jets could really flip their team and flip their roster, and I do think that Robert Sala is a good coach. So you said the uh, the Giants and your secondary team was? Patriots. The Patriots. And I'll go with Jacksonville and the New York <laughs> Jets. So, I, hey. Hey. We we will see. They did it just a few years ago with Blake Bortles, and they have a better, more talented quarterback now. Obviously, the defense is nowhere near where it was when they made that run. Jacksonville. So that's where, uh, yes, that's where the the draft hits and the free agent acquisitions will have to be hits for Jacksonville and Trent Baalke. So it's a long shot, but hey, they have the talented quarterback to do it. But we're going to move forward into the final conversation of today's show. We're going to play a little game. Aaron Rodgers for two years versus blank. For five, Alex is going to do a little rapid fire options. I'm going to see how I feel about the battles that we have ahead of us. Before we get into that, I do want to tell you guys a little bit about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy. Okay, it's February. You probably gave up on your New Year's resolutions. But listen, you can still do a little bit to eat better. If you check out Built Bars, yeah, they're a protein bar, but they're not chalky and waxy and hard to chew like a lot of these protein bars out here. And quite frankly, there are a lot of Built Bar flavors that I think taste better than certain candy bars that are on the market, all while, you know, being a really healthy alternative to those sugary snacks. They have... Uh, the peanut butter brownie, which is a big favorite of mine. The salted caramel. A lot of people love all their mint flavors. But this month, they have an especially good flavor, which is white chocolate cookies and cream. I love white chocolate, whether it's the uh, and one basketball player, whether it's uh, Jason Williams in the NBA, or whether it is a protein bar. That is absolutely delicious. I could go on about the flavor and the taste all day long, but they are healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Make sure you go to built.com. That's B U I L T. Use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Alex is on mute, ladies and gentlemen. Son so of a gun, Charlie Chaplin, me, Tyler Rowland at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. <laughs> Follow him for all your Titans news. Um, yes. I'm Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast on YouTube, uh, please, Locked On NFL. Um, so, normally, what Tyler and I do is we do two, you know, meaty segments, then we'll do kind of a fun one because, I mean, what's talking about sports if it can't be fun? Some of the time, Aaron Rodgers has been in the news. Say what you want. Regardless, this isn't about him directly, even though, you know, the whole world seemingly revolves around him. Um, we're going to play a little game. Aaron Rodgers or the other guy. And <laughs> this is a I'm going to rapid fire these names to Tyler Rowland. And the 
you know, the stipulation here is you get Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of your favorite team for two seasons, or you get your current quarterback for the next five seasons. And it, it's just, it's interesting. And the reason why I brought this up, full disclosure, is like Kyler Murray's been in the news. I cover the Cardinals. People have been saying trade him for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, if I, if I could, that's where this came from even though that's not exactly the best conversation to have. All right, Tyler. And we're not going to do like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, where it's obviously like they've, they're starting to slowly pass Aaron Rodgers by, even though Aaron Rodgers won his fourth MVP this year. Uh, it doesn't matter. Th those are kind of um, null and void conversations. But let's start here. I'm going to give you like three or four in the AFC and three or four in the NFC, and, and we'll rapid fire here. Aaron Rodgers for two years or Mac Jones for five years? Aaron Rodgers for two. I think that Mac Jones is is a solid rookie, but at best, he's never going to be more than, you know, your Alex Smith, your Kirk Cousins, your Ryan Tannehill, who's a game manager. He's not a game breaker like Aaron Rodgers is. And if you're the Patriots, you, you know, got second in your division last year. You beat the Bills one time. You only had to throw it like twice in that game. If you dropped Aaron Rodgers onto the Patriots and then bolstered the wide receiver group, I think you'd have one of the favorites in the NFL with that defense. So I think if you're the Patriots, you take Aaron Aaron Rodgers for two years over Mac for five. Disagree. Mac Jones for five. Stability does a great gritty in the Pro Bowl. He was the I mean, he was the biggest story of the Pro Bowl. During a play that's, that was stopped that midway through, for literally zero for me. Get out. We know how that is. Okay. Um, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers for two or Joe Burrow for five. Burrow for five. That uh, that one I think is is a slam dunk. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Aaron Rodgers for two. Lamar Jackson for five. That's probably the most fun one. Probably yeah, the most fun one we're gonna hit. One, man. I, I mean, it depends on if we're talking in a vacuum or like for Baltimore. If you're yeah, for Baltimore, well, like Aaron Rodgers you know, getting traded for Lamar Jackson. You know, I, I got I gotta say, I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers, and I think it comes down to I'm more skeptical of Lamar Jackson than maybe your average bearer is. While his talent is tantalizing, I think that uh he doesn't consistently win from the pocket and until he kind of figures that out. Um, I, I, I don't think that I would take him over Aaron Rodgers even for the time, the three season time difference. So give me Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to push. I'm starting to get pretty bullish on, on Lamar Jackson for what he did last year. Right. He, he was the MVP of the year. Like if they would have made the playoffs, he didn't get hurt at the end of the year. That was his best performance as a leader and quarterback. I don't care what his numbers were as an MVP. They had nobody. He won games. Yeah, sure. They had a little help from Clyde Edwards-Alaire, et cetera, to win games. But I, I think that's, I'll push on that one because I don't want my brain to melt. Um, well, I think I have a nickname for Lamar Jackson real quick, and it's Nightcrawler because uh, for two different reasons. One, the X-Men character, because Lamar Jackson seems like he just vanishes when you think that you have him, and then all of a sudden he's out of there. But also for the the weird uh, knockoff Jake Gyllenhaal movie where he's a guy who tries to beat the cops. If you've never seen that movie, it is actually pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> he, he Basically what he does, he lives in Los Angeles, and he tries to beat – he listens to the police scanner, and he tries to beat the cops – two scenes of serious accidents so that he can videotape it and then sell it to the local news stations for money. And at, by the end of the show, eventually what he does is he creates the crimes so that he can beat other news chasers to them and make more money. And in my opinion, yes, Lamar Jackson looked awesome at times last year, but it's kind of a nightcrawler situation where he caused them to be in situations that he had to save them from. It's kind of like Batman, how he never actually kills 
all those crazy criminals. He puts them in jail and then they break out and kill more people. It's like Batman, by, at some point during his journey, he is causing the crime by not getting rid of these criminals. Lamar Jackson was causing the crime that he had to save the Ravens from on a lot of circumstances. So yeah, check out Locked on Marvel for the next episode of that. Jesus. Uh, Batman's a DC character. Whatever. I, I don't care. I don't care. All I, know is that, all I know is the Dark Knight and, and that trilogy with Christopher Nolan is the best superhero conglomerate of movies ever. And I know you're going to disagree with me. So luckily I'm well, hosting no, I, today. I, I'm actually with you. I'm actually with you. The dark Knight is the best comic book movie of all time. And we are way off the rails here, but Hey, it's the final. Who cares? Show. Who cares? It's, it's off for. season. Who, who gives a rip? I got a couple more here Whoa. and we're going to, and we're going to give our homegrown quarterbacks, uh, you know, a, you know, uh, their due here in just a minute, but Dak Prescott, five years, Aaron Rodgers, two years, Aaron Rodgers, two. Aaron Rodgers too. Dak doesn't pass the line for me. Um. All right. Mm. Two more. I got two more. Exciting. Aaron Rodgers for two or Matthew Stafford for five. On the Raiders. Um, or on the Rams, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you know, I... I I think if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Rams this year, they win the Super Bowl anyways. Like, I don't really see that there would be a difference. Stafford had his fair share of stupid picks, and they went through a long stretch of that game where the offense didn't look good until Cooper Cup stepped up. So, uh, I'll go with Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Matthew Stafford there, and I never thought that I would actually say that. He's the perfect mix. You cannot have a big ego and be the quarterback for Sean McVay. Like, it just, it's okay. it's That's a, a thing. Point. Sean McVay point. is the yeah. leader of that team. Everybody wears jerseys. They're employees. Yeah. Sean McVay is the bona fide leader of that organization. And right. you need like people LeBron to buy in. in. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, at the first time of adversity, Aaron Rodgers would be looking at him like, you're 36. What do you know? Right. We're already doing this with Matt LaFleur. They just haven't won a Super Bowl. And then let's come home here for a little home cooking. Tyler Rowland, Ryan Tannehill for five years, or Aaron Rodgers for two? Uh, Aaron Rodgers for two, man. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Dak Prescott, Jimmy G. Um, you got a guy like that. You have a chance to get a guy in the tier above them, which I still believe Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, I know everybody's into crapping on him right now, but he's a two-time MVP back-to-back. -back. So for me, that's that's an easy one from the Titans' perspective. If they could, you know, money withstanding, they could get Aaron Rodgers in there over Ryan Tannehill. They'd do it in, in the blink of an eye if, if they could do it financially. That's not going to happen, but most certainly you take Aaron Rodgers for the two over Tannehill for the five. I don't think that Ryan Tannehill is in Tennessee uh, for the full five years ahead anyways. So, yeah, I would, I would go with Aaron Rodgers on that one. Yeah, and Tannehill's that weird age. What is he thirty? Like he's just he's young, but he's he's not he's not the, he's not the 30, babies. 30, I mean, I feel like he's been the same age for forever. Yeah, he's thirty three years old. He'll be oh wow, I was wrong. July. I was wrong. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wow, wow. Um, okay, and then last one. I'll go first. Aaron Rodgers for two or Kyler Murray for five. I'm taking Kyler Murray, and I'm not thinking about it. I don't know why people forget yeah, what he's yeah. been able to do with little to no leadership from the front office and the coaching staff, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Yeah, right? I would go with Kyler Murray as well. I, I I agree with you. And it's nice to know that you're here. If that situation spirals even more out of control, at some point we'll have to lead with that on the national show because it is one of the biggest stories in the NFL. So got you in the back pocket for that one, Alex. Woo! 
Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. We together cohesively make up locked on NFL Thursday. Thank you to everybody who watches our respective podcast and listens and you know checks out locked on NFL every day. We're jam-packed Monday through Friday with some of the best hosts on the network doing stuff, national things, kind of you know branching off from what we talk about every day. Thank you to everybody who listens, subscribes, wherever you get your podcast and YouTube. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week.